What's going on, Miami? How are you? Hello and good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast, where we go live and talk to the people of Miami and say, what's up? How are you? Thank you for joining me on this fine Sunday. In case you guys are brand new, my name is Manny Garavito. This is the Miami Comedy Podcast, and we go live every day-ish and talk to the people of Miami. And tonight, we're going to be talking about what are your Miami nightclub stories. I got a few to share, and I also have a couple of reasons why stories arising from the things we do at a nightclub in Miami are sometimes some of the best stories of our lives. I mean, I'm surprised there's no show on Netflix where you can watch people discuss what they did at a nightclub in Miami. Maybe some of the stories might require a little silhouette effect, maybe a little voice changer to make sure the stories don't catch up to you. You know, maybe a police officer is still on the lookout for you, but you got to share Someone's got to know this story. So if they ever document it, you can put you on there, but it's like your black shadow. And then you're discussing about that one time you said the toilet's on fire because you, uh, <laughs> you couldn't get a, a top shelf drink or so. I don't know, whatever. But a lot of stories do come from uh, Miami nightclubs. I have a couple of them I'll be sharing with you uh, this evening. But uh, before we get started, um, I'd like to go ahead and let you know about tonight's comedy show. Tonight, we are at Tipsy Flamingo Cocktail Bar. If you guys are looking for uh, a place to socialize, a place to have a drink and watch live entertainment, head on over to downtown Miami. Look us up. We are over at the Tipsy Flamingo, 8 p.m. for a live stand-up comedy show. Let's get this podcast rolling. So... How are you, Miami? Uh, Lady SM says she's excited. Let's go over. As a matter of fact, guys, for those that are watching on YouTube, check this out. I got a brand new camera set up where we can go directly to the chats here and uh, read people's chats. So this sounds cool. Haha, <laughs> exciting. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Lady SM, for joining us. It's lit today. 160 views right off the top. What up from Sobe? OSC Live. What's going on? Jelson, Sucre, uh, Soy Kevin. Kanitra. All right. So, um, what is it about nightclubbing in Miami that makes it so much fun? Well, there's strangers involved and there's alcohol involved. If you put two and two together, eventually what's going to end up happening is you're going to have an amazing night out. I've had a couple of times where I went out, had amazing stories to share. Thankfully, not the bad kind, because you have to be very careful when you've got stories when you go out clubbing, because you want to be the main character in the story, but you don't want it to be the kind of story where it ends up in a bad way. Or even worse, you end up in someone else's Instagram story. You know what I'm saying? Where you get knocked out by the bouncer, and then someone pulls out the camera, and next thing you know, you've got your 15 seconds of fame on someone else's story. I've seen it. I've scrolled through Instagram, clicked on someone's avatar photo, and I'm seeing somebody uh, getting beat up. And I'm like, did he give you permission to show... This ass-kicking on your stories. <laughs> Most people don't even know they end up on people's stories like that on Instagram. Okay? So when you go out clubbing and you meet someone special or you get in a fight or it was a movie, man. Have you ever? <laughs> I completely forgot about how people call going out for a night of drinking at a nightclub. Some people say that, hey, last night was a movie. Really? What happened? Were you guys just standing around the bar looking for women? Huh? Just standing there with a vodka cranberry in your hand for three hours, wondering why each drink is $22, and then when you get home from your Uber, yo, man, I had a lot of fun. That's cool. And then you text them all, yo, last night was a movie. You don't even remember what happened. 
How is it a movie? <laughs> That's the thing, man. Nightclubbing really is about just hanging out with your friends and seeing strangers in, in loud music. Sometimes the stories that come out of nightclubs don't even need words because the music is so loud and there's so much body language happening around you that eventually the story ends up playing itself without a single word being said. You ever walked up to a group of girls and asked the girl to dance? And then they just look at each other to see if they got the, each other's approval. Should I dance with them? Yeah? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I've seen that a couple of times where I would, well, you know, you got to approach your girl, right? You got to come at her in the right angle. And then, uh, you want to dance? Right, you can't even say it because the music's so loud, so you got to, like, motion it. And she looks at her friends over to the right and to the left. And it's almost like she's taking a tally, right? Like there's a vote process going on. Ladies, he wants to dance. Shall I join him? And then you got the girl on the right going, oh, no, girl, not him. And then the girl on the left, yeah, girl, go have some fun. You're only in Miami a couple of days. A uh, lot of body language is involved in telling the story here in the nightclubs of Miami. The music is great. There's people everywhere. And you can't say a word. Uh, so you got to, like, do the body motions. You got to look them in the eye. You gotta let, and, and when you try to talk to a bartender, forget about even saying, hey, bartender, you just got to look at that bartender like you're a sociopath across the bar, and hopefully he'll capture, uh, you'll capture his attention or her attention. Um, another story that I've heard is uh, people hooking up with, um, people hooking up with uh, the, the bartenders. I've, I've actually heard this a couple of times, um, and I've also heard stories about the bottle service girl hooking up with uh, some of my friends. A lot of things happen. I, like I said before, I'm surprised there's no... How come there's not a show? Netflix, do a show about night, about crazy nightclub stories. Everyone would tune in to figure that out. This one happened in Los Angeles. Ooh, I know some people in LA. Let's see what happened. And then they'll probably tell you some outlandish things. Like, this guy thought the public trash can was a toilet seat. Oh, I, I think I know who that guy is. I was there. <laughs> You'll realize there's a lot of stories that kind of like coincide with things that happen in your life when you go out clubbing. All right, let's go over here to the, uh, to the chat. I see it's getting lit. Um, Big just says, strangers, alcohol, and the fact that you'll never see each other again are what make it great. Well said. Um, absolutely. I think the fact that when you, when you go on night clubbing and uh, there's uh, kind of like that temporary feeling where Whatever happens, happens, and then after it happens, it's like it never really happened. That's a really cool, like, way to get away with stories because it's almost like you're hanging out with strangers in an anonymous way. Right, Big Jish? It seems as if, like, I can act up, I can say whatever I want to anyone, I can hit on people, I can dance with people, and then at the end of the night, there's, like, a big reset button. And that's what makes stories happen at a nightclub because it seems like it's transient, it's temporary. You're out having fun, and the next thing you know, it's over. And you go back to work the next day, and then you try to remember what happened last night, but you don't remember. And no one else really remembers along with you. So it's a win-win for every person involved in the story, main character or, uh, or not. <laughs> I'll tell you a story. All right, so here's my crazy nightclub story. Uh, this one happened back in, um, let me put up... Uh, my merch here, by the way, guys. I completely forgot that Instagram has this brand new feature where you can put up merch. Okay, so let me share with you guys one of the craziest nightclub stories that has happened in my lifetime. So I was very young. I think I was like 22, 
22 or 23, somewhere there. Uh, this was over a decade ago. Man, time flies. I still look amazing for my age, all right, guys? But anyways, um, I kind of look like this in my 20s, to be honest with you. My genetics are working, thank God. But uh, I, was, I was in my early 20s, and I went to go see this girl, and uh, she told me about this bar in Miami Beach, which is no longer there. And so when I arrived, um, she was with her friend. You know, girls, they always got to go out with that one friend that want to ruin it for everybody, right? She doesn't want to talk to you. Impress me and her. Now, now you don't have to impress, impress, impress the girl you're trying to see. You got to impress her friend, too. So she was one of those, right? And um, I'm talking to her, and then her friend is, like, there listening to the conversation, kind of like she's, like, putting subtitles on the thing, like, uh-huh, and then... Um, this topic is a little, excuse me, this topic is a little boring. Can you please up it a little bit? She likes stimulating conversations. Okay, there we go. Nice segue. Uh-huh. All right, this is a little more interesting. Great. Fan, you're doing fine. So I got this girl in the conversation. I don't even want her there, but she's eavesdropping and she's got an attitude. But whatever. All right. I just met the girl. Me and the, me and the date were vibing just fine. This one over here is eavesdropping fine. Whatever. She doesn't have anyone else to be with. I don't blame her. Right. It's awkward when you go to a nightclub and you got no one to talk to because you're just standing there with your drink. And you're just looking at your friend hooking up with someone and you're like, damn. <laughs> Why did I agree to this? It happens to both men and women. All right. It's just what it, it is what it is. And so um, when I was hanging out with this um, with this person, she, uh, she, we finally started dancing, and, the, and her girlfriend, someone approached her, and then they started dancing. And so as I'm dancing with this girl, she then um, starts looking at her phone, and it looks like it's urgent, like something crazy is happening. So I'm like, hey, is everything okay? And she's like, my boyfriend's coming. <laughs> with this bewildered look on her face, like, um, my boyfriend is coming to this nightclub here. And I go, okay, I'm going to leave. I didn't even know you had a boyfriend. Um, and then she goes, no, 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 I, 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 can, I can handle this, I can handle it. And so she starts, like, texting madly, right, like, right in front of me, and I'm just standing there. And then she's like, okay, all right, I, I told him you're my cousin from out of town. I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to go. She's like, I already told him I have a cousin here, so you need to play the cousin. So now I'm thinking that this girl is, like, setting me up to play with some role-playing thing, right? I just met this girl, so I don't know. So maybe she's just like into this kind of thing where it's like, how would you react if I told you I had a man? Are you the jealous type? Are you the kind of guy that is territorial? Right. So you know, I was thinking she was going that route. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll, I'll be your cousin. I'll role play. Um, so then we go back to dancing. And, you know, it's, it's that heated dance where you're like right next to each other and she's, she's putting her hands over your shoulders and uh, I'll never forget the way this girl was uh, throwing her dance moves at me. It was pretty impressive, not going to lie. So uh, we hit it off. We danced. We, we conversed. It, it, was a, it, was a, it was a good match, right, for, for a night out. Um, she then, her girlfriend left with some guy or whatever. I can care less. <laughs> You're on your own now, sweetheart. <laughs> so she's gone, and I'm hanging out with this girl, and then we eventually go back to her place. And uh, she's got, like, this studio apartment in Miami Beach. And I remember that it was just one big room. And then the way it was separated was she would hang sheets on the ceilings to separate the rooms uh, from each other, right? So, like, this is the kitchen, and then you got a sheet, and then you got the living room, and then a sheet, and then a bed, or something like that. 
Um, so we, uh, you know, we're having, we're making sweet love, sweet post nightclub love. <laughs> and it was fun because she's the kind of girl that, um, she just really enjoys, um, being, a, you can tell she's the kind of girl that just like enjoys the thrills and being adventurous and the heat of the moment kind of girl. Right. So, um, we're running around the house. We're, we're running over under the sheets. We're doing all this, these things. Um, multiple rounds, by the way. I'll never forget, like, I definitely uh, drank just the right amount where uh, multiple, I could, I could perform. Plus, I was 23, so. Uh, and so we're, you know, we're laughing, we're doing our thing. And then I remember one time, it was like four or five in the morning, uh, and we watch, we're watching TV, right? Like, we're naked just watching TV. And then, like, her phone starts blowing up, and uh, she goes, uh, all right, um, my boyfriend, uh, he's coming over. He's coming here. And I'm like, all right, well, then let me get out of here, right? Let me put some clothes on and let me escape this situation that you're bringing right now. And she goes, I told you that I have a cousin in town. You have to be the cousin. If there's no cousin, he's going to wonder why I said that when I was at the club. And so now I'm in a predicament where I got to pretend to be this girl's cousin and this guy's coming, right? So then I say, I don't want to talk to this guy. First of all, I thought you were lying. I thought you were doing some weird role play thing. But apparently it's true. You do have a boyfriend. That's kind of messed up. But fine, whatever. I'm going to lay down. And I'll, I was also very naive, guys, you know, in your early 20s, limited experience, um, naive. Okay, so I'm laying down in this uh, couch in her studio apartment. And uh, the, surely enough, the guy pulls up. And it's not a regular dude. This is a big dude, like big. And I'm not talking about fit. Well, maybe both, fit and big, right? And he has tattoos all over. This guy just walks in, a heavy set guy just walking in, covered in tattoos, beard with the big, you know, ear, ears like with the holes. And I'm, <laughs> I'm laying down on this couch, acting like I'm asleep. And I got like one eye slightly open in the dark, seeing this big silhouetted person walking into the room. And I'm like, I'm going to get my ass kicked. And this girl is going to love watching it. Right? <laughs> so they then, um, oh, thank you, Bernard. I appreciate it. Uh, DM me, by the way. Uh, <laughs> this is all in my head, man. Um, so anyways, she, uh, she goes in the room with this guy. The guy hardly even said a word. Like, she just opens the door, lets him in, and then they go in the other room. And I hear them banging through the sheets, right? And it's not just a regular bang. This is a very power sex kind of thing. It was very territorial. You can tell that this guy was trying to make a statement. <clears throat> this guy was making a statement as of saying, I don't know who you are on the couch. Whether you're her cousin or some guy that she's trying to play me with, but you about to hear this, okay? You gonna learn today on who's hitting this girl, who's, who's, who's banging this girl when you're not around, all right? So then they're in the other room and they're, they're going hard. They're, he, she's going in, he's going in, and I'm hearing it. So what, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna escape? Uh, <laughs> just walk right in front of them while they're banging? Hey, you guys continue, I'm gonna step outside. All right, so then the guy does this thing, he leaves. And then this girl actually has the audacity to come out, lay down next to me, and then say, I told you I'd get rid of him. Now, this story has haunted 
And trauma, and then I left, by the way. I just put on my shoes, and I, I, she fell asleep on the couch, and I just left. And then she hit me with the hay the next morning, and I'm like, no, 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 we good. Uh, but I left, and then I was thinking to myself, like, wow, this is the first time in my life that I've ever seen this dark side of a woman. <laughs> like, like, whatever that girl did to the both of us was something that she thoroughly enjoyed and that she made it, she made it for her, it was for her, right? Like, she was like, I'm going to, I'm going to cheat, I'm going to bring my boyfriend over, and then he's going to see that I'm with this guy. Like, you can tell that she was just playing the pieces like if it was chess. Like, strategically having a night full of thrills for her enjoyment, um, and then just bringing two guys in the, in the mix. So, when I experienced that, I, I, it, I just... I just started thinking differently about the dating life, about nightlife, and I said to myself, this is probably one of the best stories of my life, even though it's a little traumatic, where I actually thought I was going to get my ass kicked laying down on someone's couch, all right? If you guys have a good story um, on your nightclub experiences here in the city of Miami, go ahead and put it on the chat. Um, let me go here to the chat. Uh, uh, hey, yo! <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks, Bernard. I appreciate it. Whether you're a guy or a girl, uh, no matter what, it's a very enjoyable thing to know that you look good on the internet. So thank you very much. Uh, Montana says, ha ha ha, no entiendo. That's perfect. That's great. I think that the world coming together on the internet and letting me know I don't speak this language is, is progress in the, on the internet. So, uh, well said. All right, everybody. So, uh, that is my crazy nightlife story. Again, man, when it comes to nightlife, a lot of little mini adventures can happen throughout the night. You never know what to expect. Uh, people getting, you know, getting into fights. Uh, you're seeing your ex-girlfriend hanging out with... Uh, oh, yeah, that's another one. Uh, this one happened with my ex years ago. Long time ago. Where um, she, when she left, she found someone else. And I remember I was at this place called the Black Bar. This was years ago. This was a bar uh, like right in the Midtown area of Miami. And I'm in this bar, and then this I see my ex with another guy. And this was like two weeks after the breakup, so I'm assuming that this guy was like around waiting. Um, so whatever, I saw it, and I'm like, oh, the heartbreak. Oh, we're really breaking up, aren't we? I was also very young, too. I was like probably like 26 at the time. Um, and so after this... Um, after seeing that, I guess I moved on, and I was like, all right, I, I just got to find someone else. I can't be lingering around my ex. So, and I found someone else, and it was an old high school crush, um, and she uh, decided to, like, all right, yeah, we can catch up. We went on a few dates, and then, like, you know, halfway through our, whatever we had, the fling, I guess, I took her to the same bar, and my ex was there again, right? This was probably, like, a couple of weeks down, late, down after the breakup. Um, so then after she sees me, she actually walks up to us, me and my date, and she's like, who do you think you are bringing people in front of me after we just broke up? Get out of here. <laughs> like, she just, like, 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 walked up to me and looked me in the face and said this. And then I was like, what, do you own this bar? I could be with here if I want to. And then she just started throwing a tantrum in front of everyone. In front of everyone at the bar. Hey, I said, 
get out of here. If you're bringing another girl, I don't want to see it. So I'm like thinking, so I was like, I saw you with another guy. Why can't I, do? you know? And then she was like completely ignoring the fact that she was there a few weeks ago with another guy. And I'm like, you know what? I'm leaving. You win. You win. I'll leave. I'll be the bigger man here. So I had to put away my ego, told my date, hey, let's go. She's like, yeah, let's go. And then we left. We laughed about it in the parking lot. And then I drove off. And then I heard from a friend that the, uh, the bouncer was related to my ex and that he was looking. He's like, yo, the bouncer was looking for you, by the way. It's a good thing you left. You left right on time. Because I was about to get my ass kicked by the bouncer for some bogus story that the ex threw my way. So uh, there you go. That's, that's, my, that's my second um, crazy nightclub story that came out. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. Uh, Bob37 says, Cap. Yeah, you know what? I'm a great uh, storyteller, um, Bob37. So, yeah, y- you're right. This is something that I just came up with on the spot. Pretty impressive, nonetheless. Though, am I right? Uh, stay away from your exes. End of list. Well, no, this was, this was years ago, man. Now we're in our 30s. We don't really, we're adults now. We're all grown up, so these things really don't uh, affect us the same way. You know, nowadays when you go through a breakup, it's like, all right, this is, it's almost like a business transaction now when someone goes through a breakup. It's like, well, you know, I, I don't see my needs being met, and I believe that we can do better. So let's go ahead and end the relationship here, and then we can find someone else. And then you know what? We can probably see each other down the road as friends, right? That whole thing. Uh, that happens usually in the 30s and 40s. It's in, it's in your teens and 20s that... Uh, emotions really start taking a toll, and then that's when the best stories come out, you know? So uh, appreciate your Miami nightclub stories, guys. They're uh, some of the best experiences in your life, in my opinion, and uh, a lot of magic happens when you go out nightclubbing. Am I right, guys? Am I right? Um, a lot of cool things happen. All right, that is it for the podcast, everybody. Uh, in ca- again, in case you guys are brand new to the podcast, um, we do this every day-ish where we go live and just try to talk to the people and say, what's up? How are you, Miami? Uh, and then we come up with different topics. If you guys want to participate, we have a chat. Uh, we now have a cam for the chat. So if you guys want to, you know, put something in the conversation, I can read it out loud. And also, do subscribe to the YouTube channel. I know we have a lot of people over on Instagram. But subscribe to the YouTube channel because that is where you get the full experience. And again, tonight's comedy show will be at Tipsy Flamingo. And that's every Sunday at 8 o'clock. Tipsy Flamingo in downtown Miami. Um, go to MiamiComedy.com slash events to see all our shows. Tomorrow, Monday, we're at the Red Bar and Thank You Miami. Tuesday, we're at Dom's. And big announcement. Big announcement, Miami. We've got a brand new comedy show. Look at this segue. Bow! We've got a brand new comedy show on Tuesday night starting May 24th over at the Mad Butcher. In the back room of the Mad Butcher in Wynwood, there's a lounge called the NDA Lounge. It's a speakeasy. It's got a stage. It's got seating. And it's got a full cocktail bar. This is actually pretty exciting to double up on a Tuesday. So if you're in Brickell, you can see our strong, fun, popular comedy show over at Dom's. And that's at 9 o'clock. But if you're in Wynwood, you can now go to the NDA Lounge behind the Mad Butcher. And that's also at 9 o'clock. There you go, guys. Bringing Miami laughter every day as promised all right oh yeah and one more thing if you guys haven't done so yet make sure you get these shirts okay we got them in white and we got them in black these are nft designs 
They're limited edition. We're almost at halfway in the shirt inventory. And also a big thank you. A big thank you to all the people that already got a shirt. I really appreciate it. Uh, for those watching on Instagram, you can see the button right there. Or if you want to purchase it through our Shopify store, visit MiamiComedy.com slash shop. All right, everybody. That is it for today's episode. I will see you tomorrow, 6 o'clock. Have a great Sunday, y'all.